sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, everybody. I don't know about you, but today is going to be a day of rest. We just, uh, Dominique and I had a full house this last week. We had graduation. You want to say your daughter Sasha graduated? Last week, yeah. Cal Poly Pomona, a master's in landscape architecture. Sit, and then you also, and, and Tom's on the show today. So. Yes, my cousin Tom is out visiting from the East Coast, Pennsylvania. Super nice, beautiful, beautiful couple. And uh, it's nice. Uh, when are we going to go out there? Uh, gosh, real soon. <laughs> <laughs> now we get to go to Pennsylvania for a week. For the summer. Don't go for, for the summer. <laughs> Next spring. Eat organic. <laughs> every, time, every time they were eating, they, your mom went down the whole thing. Tom and it's, Becky. I know. So they know one thing after going back to Pennsylvania. They know something's good organic. Yes. <laughs> go, Carolyn. For CSA program. Uh, that's right. They know our boxes. They help on box the box. It's awesome. But speaking, uh, Dominique and I both have a lot of um, oh people that have served. My dad was in, in the family. army. Yeah. You know, and yeah. You're, you've got a lot of family members. Yeah. Dominique's got a huge family. So basically this last weekend, as we all know, and actually it became a federal holiday, Memorial Weekend. Back in, do you know when? Back in, I'm guessing, the 70s? Oh, 19 is pretty good. 1971. So, um, yeah, for all our fallen yeah, soldiers, um, you know, we had all the parades and all that other kind of stuff. And I, we got to pick up on a little bit of that. And, I don't know. Say Thank some, you to our veterans. Yeah, the prayers. And um, I just, I, my heart just goes out and just moving forward. I just wish that we all can, in, in a collaborative effort, just take care of those that have served this country because, you know, they're not getting cared for, huh, Christine? And I know that your heart goes out to that as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. So, I mean, we've I really given so much for our country and yet the, you know, they, they seem to fall through the cracks in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard because, some of us uh, have really strong opinions about war and uh, maybe we're war protesters and so forth. So it becomes an uncomfortable conversation when someone has uh, participated in military service and maybe we, we had a conflict about, you know, what our country was doing and so forth. So, um, but we should have loving concern for people who serve our country. Well, you, Chris, Christine works for the county. So yep. and I know that there's an uptick now in services for kids and for uh, people that need it, especially if they have some emotional or mental component, component to their health. Yeah, that, that needs some help. Christine, is there anything you want to share on that? Well, we're just finishing up mental, May is Mental Health Month, which is a really, you know, it's a bringing um, a lot of attention to um, our mental health. It's okay not to be okay um, for teens, for everybody, it's okay not to be okay. And it's okay to talk about it. And it's okay to reach out for help. That's so, 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 so important. Um, and so that's been a highlight. <clears throat> I don't know if anybody's seen all the bright green signs or the highlighted green buildings all around town. But as we're wrapping up the month of May, that's really, you know, and, and I can only imagine what kind of hardship it is when people are at war, they used to call it shell shock. They called it all sorts of different things that for the veterans that come back. I mean, it's traumatic. And regardless of whether we feel like it was a 
whether we agree to it or not, these people were protecting our our country and protecting our ideals. And it's important, you know, for to honor their service and not to, you know, I think we ne- I never, I mean, I don't think I was born then, but I would never ever want to say a repeat of what happened after Vietnam. That was horrible. Mm-hmm. It's a horrible thing, you know? So, um, and I just, I think that the emotional, you know, PTSD, they call it now, right? Post-traumatic. Um, Stress. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it takes decades to look at back at what we didn't do, but even pulling out of Afghanistan with the kid, the, our people are just not getting what they need. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're just not. And we know what we need to do. We just have to put hands across the aisle and just to say, we have so much money. We have so many resources. We just need to pull our thoughts together and get our priorities lined up. So many, one, and so many of the soldiers are young people. Mm-hmm. Right. Can get drafted or go into the, the military service at 18, 18, mm-hmm. 19, 20, 21, 22. And sometimes they're done. You know, they're, they're, they're finished. I, I actually just watched a movie um, over the weekend called Purple Hearts. It's like a romantic movie, you know, but it was about a, um, these young, young men that went over into service. And, and, and it was it was a powerful film about love and music and different things. And it really brought in this, you know, the, the, and the trauma of, 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 of war. Well, to flip it on team sports radio, because we had two highlights. If you want to go back in history. Okay. Cause in Memorial weekend, May 30th, 1935, Babe Ruth, basically he, he did something. His last home run was hit that day. Okay, oh, 714. Wow. All right. The final home run of his baseball career. And then you move up a ticker a little bit up to 1975. Nolan Ryan did something that uh, is absolutely amazing. And he blew out the previous record, striking out 15 batters when he was a California Angel. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was another big major breakthrough. Uh, for baseball. So, you know, I've got two things. I don't want to leave it on such a whatever because then we got <laughs> the art of astrology. Okay. And that's why I got my two astrological ladies. All right. You got two minutes. Somebody <laughs> say, what's up, teens? Well, guess what's up? This coming Saturday, June 3rd, there's going to be a full moon in Sagittarius. And whenever there's a full moon in one sign, the op- well, actually, it's like it's, it's in the opposite sign of what we're currently in. So we are in Gemini and the sun is shining from the other side of us onto the moon, which makes it a full moon in Sagittarius. Gemini is about thinking. Sagittarius is about trusting your intuition, moving forward. So this is this kind of we're in one space, really focusing on another space. And, uh, you know, so the astrology of it is to, it's just, just to say, you know, in what ways can we are we trusting our feelings and moving forward, even though our logic might be telling us something else. I One of my favorite um, tarot cards that talks about that, I think, is probably the the um, the emperor, which is about the heart. And um, with the idea that in Chinese medicine that the heart is the emperor and that the mind is in highest and best service to the heart, right? That's its best use. And so, so there we go. So, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> so, so what, what, what I, what I want to say about that is that, you know, the frontal lobe of the human brain, it has the most, you know, it's wired in the most evolved part of our brain is wired to connect with our heart. So when our thinking and our heart align, that's when we are, be- that's when we move forward. And when we follow our heart and our mind can make sense of anything. So, 
We're, yeah, like 10 seconds for me to introduce our last and final royal duet because our kids are already going off to college now. We're going to get a whole new uh, group this next year, but we are going to finish off with Sammy and Ambrose, San Marcos High School Royal Duet. Take over. Thanks, Erica. It's Sammy and Ambrose here with your final Royals update. Since all San Marcos sports are coming to an end, this will be our final update. We want to thank Teen Sports Radio for this opportunity. It's been so fun, and we hope that you guys love the Royal Duet. We are sad to leave, but we hope you enjoy your next host. Next year, I'll be attending Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, majoring in theater. And I'll be going to Santa Barbara City College, majoring in biology, in hopes of going into pre-med. And our final weekly shout-out is going out to Erica. Thank you so much for this opportunity. We'll miss you so, so much. And that is all we have for you this year. Ambrose and Sammy, signing off. Back to you, Erica. All right, so I got to give my love and shouts to Trinity Ready Radio. Of course, we're on not only AM 1290, but FM 96.9 every single Tuesday. And if you miss Tuesday's broadcast, we have, we repeat Tuesday. Dr. D, do you know what you want to give us that call it out? Eight o'clock Tuesday night. Yeah, that's Saturday. Saturday, uh, let's see, 9 a.m. Eight. Eight AM. Well okay. I, I see here's here's my problem, ladies and gentlemen. I not only okay. produce but I also host or co host so many programs on this station right. that it's hard to keep track. But eight AM on Saturday and then I believe um uh, I wanna say you're on Sunday at six PM. So you're on four That's times it. a week. You can't miss them. No, and, and but you can also go to your website. That's it. And then on Eternity Ready Radio, thank you so much, Jeremiah Ferris. He plays us 9 a.m. Central, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, which is 6 a.m. Pacific, or I'm sorry, 7 a.m. Pacific. Now you got me doing it, Dr. D. <laughs> so, loves and kisses to him. We're going to be in his, on his global conference uh, next month. Looking forward to that. And I will, as we get closer, I will definitely um, give that a shout as well. Um, and also, I also have a... a um, Dominic, you want to announce it? We got a little announcement for uh, what we put together here. A little. Oh, uh, uh, Santa Barbara Wellness Center publishing some books. Yes. Yay! You can <laughs> so, you can look up on Amazon under Erica Z or uh, look up a cowgirl named Gita. Our first uh, children's book is out there. Yes, and the illustrations just came back in for the second one today. And that's Zephyr and Finn. And I am so excited. I got goosebumps looking at that. So I'm really happy. It's definitely a learning curve. If anybody out there, kid, grandkid, parent, uh, wants to jump into the whole being author, it is, it is painful. It's like nine months birthing a baby. But once you do it, you do get, I don't know, I'm bitten by it now. So it's over. Well, right? Ordinarily, I'd say slow down because I can't read that fast. But uh, don't slow down. Keep them coming. I'm going to. I'm just, I, my, I, it's done. It's, uh, it's, it's in my blood now. I think this is everything that I've had to go through. Life gives you twists and turns. You just keep moving forward and you just have faith. Um, you know, everything at the end of the day always works out. So speaking of working out, we don't have... Uh, Alex here, but we have Ed Langlow, and he's got If Only I'd Known right after these messages.
Fentanyl death is not a high. Don't let fentanyl lie. A killer in disguise that will make you die. Fly away peacefully from the mountains to the sky. Justin Bruce Forrester, 2-22-22, age 22. He left us all without saying goodbye. You're simply the And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. For Teen Sports Radio, I'm Ed Langlow with If Only I'd Known. Only I'd Known is a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely, as well as those listening in on the radio. Today's segment is about the importance of staying hydrated and the use of habit stacking. Only I'd known to get in the habit of staying hydrated when I was young. We tend to overlook hydration as a health issue, but every cell in your body relies on hydration to do whatever it does. More than 50% of your body weight is water. Your joints require water. The, the cartilage in your joints and the snowmobile fluid that surrounds them and keeps those joints operating smoothly is over 80% water. Your body temperature is controlled by the same use of water that uh, helps you cool off. Your perspiration evaporates. The evaporation process converts the heat into latent heat. And that's the main thing that cools your body off. You even lose moisture when you're breathing. If you've ever exhaled on a pane of cold glass and watched it fog up, that's because of the amount of moisture in your breath that you're losing every time you take a breath. So with summer coming up, that's one more reason to stay hydrated. Now, I've always been told that you should drink eight, eight ounce glasses of water a day, but it never, I've never been able to do that. It, it's just too convoluted to remember eight times a day to stop and grab a glass of water and to be in a place where that's even doable it just never has worked out for me. But about a year ago, I found something that works. Maybe it'll work for you. Here's what I do. I take an old school mason jar. It doesn't look that big, but it holds 32 ounces. I fill it with water, throw a green tea bag in it, put it in the microwave. It has a lid, so it's, it's pretty versatile. Uh, if I'm not going to drink it right away, I put the lid on it. Put it in the fridge. The green tea leaves a little taste in my mouth that makes me want another drink. And before I know it, I've consumed 32 ounces. That's half the day's requirement. And I didn't have to remember to get four glasses of water. All I had to do was get in the habit of drinking two jars of water or green tea a day. Uh, we've talked about habits before i've i've done that on if only i've known a, a couple of times talked about good habits bad habits how long it takes to form a habit and how long it takes to break a bad one and all that brings me to the second part of this segment it's called habit stacking this habit stacking concept makes it a lot easier to form a new habit you just stack it on top of or or do it right after a solid habit that you already have uh, maybe you have the habit of, say, brushing your teeth right after breakfast. For me, it's two cups of coffee. I know coffee's a diuretic, but 
After my second cup, I put the cup in the sink, open the refrigerator and grab my mason jar. And I don't need to remember anything else about staying hydrated for the rest of the morning. Uh, I have another old jelly jar. It's 24 ounces, but it's, it's glass. I can throw it in the microwave. It has a lid that I can put on it so I can leave it out or I can take it outside with the lid on it. <laughs> it works out better than a glass of water. Uh, obviously, whatever works for you to get that fluid is great. Just try to stay away from sugary drinks and colas. And just to put all that in perspective, the AHA, the American Heart Association, recommends that for a teenager, 36 grams is the maximum added sugar per day that you should have, right? A 12-ounce Coke is 39 grams of added sugar. It says right on the can. You just read the labels and it, it tells you right there, 39 grams. So do the math. That's four grams per teaspoon. That's nine teaspoons of sugar in one Coke. So uh, as I'm doing this research, I'm thinking, well, if I'm going to walk the talk here, maybe I better go to the refrigerator and look at this jug of apple juice I just bought it. Costco, I bought two pictures <laughs> apple juice. I, so I read the label on the apple juice, an eight ounce glass of apple juice is 25 grams of sugar. That's the same. You do the math again. You, you, you divide that 25 by eight. That's, you know, it comes out to, to the same as a, a can of Coca-Cola. It's terrible. So, all I've done is I've, I've tapered down. I don't try not to drink as much of that apple juice. But if you think it's healthy to hydrate and you're going to you're going to take apple juice or bottled orange juice, just read the label. Promise you this. If you use habit stacking to form good habits and one of those habits is staying hydrated this summer, you'll have a much easier and healthier life for it. Stay hydrated. I'll see you next time on If Only I'd Known. Nice. Dominique. Don, I'm sure you can speak to the importance of hydration, but there's something magical about water in the human body. Absolutely. And we get key minerals. We're supposed to get key minerals in our water. I just heard from my son who was talking with somebody who's lived in Italy Apparently, they don't treat their water at all and they leave it in, you know, uh, cisterns and, and you know, uh, aquifers uh, so that they still get all the natural, uh, you know, the, the minerals that we need. So we have to maybe add some back, you know, like like take um, the um, what do they call them? The um, well, um, you need magnesium, you need salt and you need. Um, you need to get these things electrolytes. That's what I'm trying to think of. So my son has stocked the kitchen now with electrolyte packs and I just shake those into water. I, I totally agree with Ed that you got to, you know, I, I do a 21 ounce bottle of water in the, in the morning and then I go out and I hang stretch to let my body integrate. Yeah, there you go. That's another thing. We could do a whole segment on stretching. Potassium was the, <laughs> potassium was the other one I couldn't think of. Potassium and, you know, the sodium and yeah, very important. 
Yeah, it's true. They have stripped our water. We we do the alkaline and pretty much tea, coffee, alkaline water. That's pretty much what makes our uh, refrigerator. Dominique, got a minute. And I didn't realize for student athletes that if you have a game tomorrow, you start hydrating today. That literally drinking the water a day before your game will help your body out. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Well, we've got a lot of show. I'm gonna we're gonna start off. I'm gonna switch it around here. We've got a hookah a little bit later, but we've got Dominique Hackett right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. This is Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and I have a wonderful guest to introduce this morning, my cousin, Tom Buglio from Westchester, Pennsylvania. Uh, Tom is a music teacher, a father, um, uh, a, a lover of sports, and kind of a renaissance i consider you a renaissance man and that you love history and love reading and learning and um tom tell us a little bit about uh, first of all start out with how did you end up as a history major i i think that's really interesting for kids to know oh well really i think uh thanks for introducing me i appreciate being on this show it was quite a surprise that dominique invited me to be on her radio show yeah i got a had a half hour notice on this but thanks for for inviting me um uh, my basically uh, you know when you ask a child what do you want to be when you grow up you know when you're in first second grade you think fireman astronaut those kind of things but when you ask them again in middle school, I think, uh, yeah, you kind of pick your favorite subject. And my favorite subject was always history because I always thought they had the greatest stories. I mean, you love listening to stories and the, the best history teachers always told the best stories as far as I'm concerned. And they were true. So that made me decide, hmm, uh, I, I, I like history. And um, I, I liked the idea of, I guess I grew into the idea of wanting to be a history teacher um, because I kind of like being in front of a class. Uh, you know, it was something that felt comfortable for me and natural. And, um, and so I did get a degree to teach history and I did teach for a little while, but I didn't get a, I didn't get a job right away. So I grew up in my, my family, uh, my, my father owned a musical instrument store. So music was a big part of my life. And that's probably going to be the main theme here, not history. Um, because my, my family, my mother and my father were both music majors in college and they met. And, uh, when we grew up, we all had to learn two musical instruments. We had to play piano first, and then we had to pick our band instrument. Um, so I grew up with that being the, the foundation of uh, the other side of education for us was, was music in addition to, you know, our reg regular education. That was the stress more than anything else. Um, and I really appreciate that because um, 
the value of learning music to me i've as i've gotten older i've grown to appreciate even more now i know this is a sports oriented program um and i i'd like to speak to the fact that as children grow up um i always felt the, the children who were most well-rounded had some sports in their life and some music and they kind of cultivate different sides of your brain um and as far as i'm concerned obviously sports uh gives you a chance to develop your physical attributes and become um you know uh physically active is extremely important um and that's also good for your brain because people who exercise a lot on a regular basis um uh, also that the blood goes to your brain too so it actually it helps you uh, but uh music stimulates a different part of your, of your brain and um music is a universal language right we everybody has their favorite type of music everybody listens to music whether it's classical uh pop rock rap or is in a rock band late in life like ed and myself <laughs> um so we all everybody finds a certain love for music but playing a musical instrument is something else entirely it's been proven in um i guess in uh education labs that when you actually play a musical instrument you actually use both sides of your brain um and um so it really stimulates uh learning in a very special way children who learn music very young especially keyboard music uh because it's the foundation of all music um tend to do better in all subjects in school um in fact uh, some certain studies have shown they do 20% better when they learn in in elementary school as they learn to play musical instruments um so i've always felt obviously that uh, learning to play music is an a really important part of your education um that i also was very involved in sports too growing up i was fairly athletic i enjoyed playing all the major sports played on sports teams i played on some um school teams as well and i know that the challenge is when you get to be a certain age 13 14 years old usually kids who do sports and music end up having to make a choice between one or the other because both of them require more and more of your time um and um uh, if i can make one pitch today it would be for any kids who are out there listening to this program you can kind of if you can find a way to keep both in your life then that really helps you and keeps you really well balanced and that's my message yay well it's i think we all agree what happens is because kids with the sports um i think what's going to happen for the future is more and more kids will actually stay with the music because of the um social media you get you could just be just as infamous and popular in music as you can now in sports so i think that would encourage kids to just stay with it and having the support of a family saying that no you need to do your I, 30 minutes you know 60 minutes I, I had to practice 30 minutes a day no matter what um and then you, it shakes out with the child's interest, right? Sports, music, um, but to keep them both. Don, you you always have, you have the same thing. You have a huge musical background. 
Yeah, I, I kept them both for sure. I'm totally on board with you both because you can see the guitar still hanging back there and the, that I've yeah. dragged around with me since the sixth grade. It's it's a second guitar, but I've had a guitar dragging around since the sixth grade. I, at seventh grade, could read music and played clarinet. And then I took up guitar. Then I promptly dropped all of them for, uh, and I read music and I, I promptly dropped them for the gym. And I didn't get back to them until years later. But you know, sports really helped me out a lot in life developing and it's a place for my energy. But but music has gotten me through most of my my life, you know, just as an inspirational point to always come back to. Yeah. And my uncle used to, you know, try and appreciate give me appreciation for classical music, play me Beethoven and other things like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, tremendous combo to keep for you your whole life, being active and enjoying and participating in music however you can. Well, I just wish the schools would support it more. The first thing you do is cut sports or cut cuts music and expect nonprofits and the community to support the cuts. Yeah. It's not fair. Um, I mean, the music, the talent that we're not getting because of it isn't right. I remember going when I was in junior high, I came home with uh, an instrument of my choice. It was just part of the curriculum. They don't have that anymore. That's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't it, you shouldn't have to pay for an instrument i mean you're supporting the school with the band or whatever um they need which you know improves morale it gets that school unity all of that the band is such an integral part of all sports so i don't see why um they're making it so difficult it's very expensive today if you want to play an instrument and that shouldn't be that's just wrong it's just it's right. not right we're not we're not putting the resources in the right places unfortunately no. Well, we, I don't do know how to support, fix it. we do want to support those musical instrument stores like Taylor's in Westchester. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so there are, there are companies to support who do uh, make a living uh, selling musical instruments and teaching them how to play. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So do you, what do you do with the schools though, right? So obviously you have relationships with all the schools as a musical mm -hmm. store. Oh yeah, that's a huge part of the business. And it is, it is designed to provide kids an inexpensive way to have a musical instrument because the school rental program has been going on for many, many years. And my father started the musical rental program in the Westchester School District, which is the main school district uh, where our store is. Uh, but basically, you can rent an instrument for an entire year for really um, not a lot of money. Uh, it's very affordable, even for low-income children, to do it. Um, and you can rent two, three years and have that experience being in music, which is a really good thing, not just to play an instrument by yourself, which is great too, but to play in a band or an orchestra, learning how to listen to other kids who play, stay on the beat and participate in a group event is, uh, uh, again, a great um, educational experience. Well, the timing and the beat and all that, that's all integrates in with sports. Listening integrates with sports. Being coachable integrates with sports. It just all integrates with sports. All right, Dominique, who do we have next? Uh, shall I tell a quick story? Or no, we've got Don, who's got a hookah. Great. Yeah. Stay yeah. here.
back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, for Teen Sports, I'm Don Sanders, donsmassageohi.com, and I want to present you with a huga today. A huga is a Danish term, which means a comfy sort of feeling that is generated. It gets the feel-good hormones going in the body and everything, and it's like a hug, but it doesn't require actually the physical hug. And so I wanted to return to one of my favorite topics, which is uh, accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative and latch onto the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In In Between. And um, as many probably know, uh, the great Tina Turner just died um, a little bit ago. And she had a very well publicized life of, you know, uh, accruing a certain measure of fame, then having to escape from an abusive relationship, then turning her whole life around and reinventing herself. And then having just a stellar, stellar reinvention and comeback and, um, you know, loved by millions all over the place. I was fortunate to be able to see her on tour during that time. And mm -hmm. so a friend of ours um, in our uh, SGI Buddhist Sangha, uh, Tina had joined the SGI when she was coming out of her abusive relationship. And and uh, with one of our friends, she's written this might have been her last book. It's, it's uh, called Happiness Becomes You. And uh, oh wow, yeah, and it, it's it's quite good. And they must have paid for the rights. They've got many many uh, spiritual uh, quotes from many many people. You know, leader, thought leaders, spiritual folks that you will you will recognize. So they must have paid for the rights to lots of uh, extra uh, too. So I think anybody who's ever been to um, couples counseling or to therapy. The therapist will usually put down the ground rule of let's just let's just understand that our parents all did the best they could with the tools they had to work with. Well, Tina, Tina had an interesting perspective on that. She said, when I was growing up, my parents only rarely expressed praise or affection to me. Looking back, I can see that they were so busy disliking each other and themselves. They didn't have enough love to share with anybody else. In the famous words of RuPaul, if you can't love yourself, how in heck are you going to love somebody else? Hmm. So, so she, so she, you know, began to, she realized that wherever she went, she carried this negative consciousness with her and she reinforced it. And so she always thought when she heard something from a critic, you know, she, she never thought she was attractive. She, when she heard things like raunchy, wild, gritty, they reinforced these negative voices in the back of her head. that was always saying, uh, Tina, you're not pretty. So after several years of chanting, she said she had an epiphany. She said, I realized I had internalized all the past negativity starting from childhood and was still carrying it around, which pulled down my life condition. So she said that, you know, she uh, I when uh, Ed mentioned uh, stacking habits, uh, she I, I uh, this made me think of this. She said she made a vow to stop believing the old negativity and replace unhealthy thoughts with healthy ones. If a negative thought arose, I'd repeat a positive one eight times in a row to counteract it. Soon I began loving myself, imperfections and all. I stopped comparing myself to others. Never compare yourself to others. And at last, I started to look good to myself. She said, the beauty standards of others made no difference to me. The only thing that mattered was how I felt about myself. I still thought I had a masculine form with legs like a pony. But I finally began to truly love my form, my legs, and apparently it showed. After this transformation of consciousness, I was invited to perform at a high-profile event, and that's when she released her, you know, mega album, Private Dancer. So then the press started to thing, say things about her that she'd never heard herself described by. Like they were saying, beautiful, magnetic, radiant, 
So these deep changes in her consciousness and perception, they'd caused a, a transformation in her, but also affected the people that encountered her. So I just thought if, if there isn't just a whole lot that we could unpack and take away from this, well, you know, what else is there, right? <laughs> so, anybody? so beautiful. I mean, that, that's why we share a huga moment is we're attempting to say the consciousness that we hold inside of ourselves, in our family, with our friends, that that consciousness, when we can elevate it, affects our entire life. Right. right. What's the name of that book again, Don? Oh, it's called um, Happiness Becomes You. Happiness Becomes You. A Guide you. to Changing Your Life for Good, Tina Turner. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, they say the great uh, ones, the great ones often depart the world in threes. So this year we've had Wayne Shorter, a musical giant. Uh, we've had Jim Brown, an athletic and social justice giant. Mm -hmm. And now Tina Turner, who's a living example of how you can take uh, poison and turn it into medicine. Wow. Well, well done, Tom. Right. Tom, do you want to add? Oh, I think that's really impressive. The fact that you learn to love yourself makes you look better to other people because you're radiating positivity. Yeah. That's a great message. Yeah. Got to turn your own dial if you want the reflection to be different. Feel yeah. me? That's right. <laughs> have faith in yourself. If you want others to have faith in you, you first have to have faith in yourself. Otherwise, you project a, a negative image of yourself. This is a therapy class. Just save $205 an hour. Dominique, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you want to say? Well, I was just going to add that um, it's interesting that uh, positive psychology, which is a new school of psychology that's come out, uh, you know, relatively recently. What they've realized is you don't get to happy. We start from happy. <laughs> and that that is a major, major uh, shift for society and families to realize there is nothing I have to do to come to happy. I just have to choose happy and then go from there. Yeah, it's but, like it's, it's kind of like Gabor Mate's uh, new book, The Myth of Normal. He's talking about that, you know, we're trying to fix individuals to fit with a society that's been toxic for a long time. And, and that, you know, people people need to see people need people need to be able to grow and see what their strengths and weaknesses are without comparing themselves to what a lot of times is is not a healthy environment to begin with we've been looking at it in the reverse way the wrong way well kind of i like agree it's and, and i we say this all the time on this show and it's so, so important i've never had this conversation when i was growing up if something triggers you i mean it's fear-based it's a, it, something hit a trauma point so instead of going and reacting go inside and say, well, why is this bothering me so bad? Right. I mean, that's what, that's the approach you have to take. You have to own it instead of just reacting and going, you know, put you running around with your hair on fire. You got to right. figure it out. You breathe. And then that's when you just focus, breathe, and you just got to, and it's hard. Okay. It's it, a is bad hard. One. it is not easy. Okay. Yeah. But it has to get done or guess what? The cycle will repeat and repeat and, right. and it'll get worse. And we've talked we've talked about that a lot on this show a lot. is that the, that work you need to do, you know, sports trains you for this kind of thing. But this work is is the most important you'll ever do. And it's the hardest you'll ever do. But it's the most joyful and gratifying that you'll ever do. Right. Dominique, I, I just want to add before we close, all we have to do is ask the question. 
love will come and provide the answers. So I just want teens to be brave enough to ask the questions. Definitely. Let's take a little break. We got a shorty right after these messages. Stay here. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. We'll, we're back. What a show. Gonna miss our kids. Summer is almost here. Then we're gonna have a whole new bunch doing the recaps for next year. And it's just something that I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful for News Press Radio to give us this opportunity on Teen Sports Radio to support our kids, our businesses, our nonprofits, everybody. Everything and everyone out there. And that's why we, we do the 44 minutes on AM, 44 minutes on FM, supporting, giving back uh, with all the free advertising. So, again, thank you, Dr. D, because uh, couldn't do that without you. And what I want to do is uh, we've got a couple of minutes. Let's just go around the, the room and let's, give, let's leave some uh, gratitude. Dominique. Uh, fast gratitude to every musician out there, whatever your age, please play and share your music because it is charming to the people around you and will encourage them to also play music. Nice. Don. Gratitude for making time to get into the dirt out in my garden again yesterday. When I get busy and I can't do it, I forget how much I miss it till I get my feet and my hands back out into it. Nice. Ed. So we're in the in the midst of putting together our veterans fundraiser out at the Elks. And I'd just like to give a little gratitude to a fellow that's not even an elk that is helping so much as Johnny Martinez. He's down in Ventura. He's helping put together uh, trophies for the show. And uh, I'd just like to give a shout out to Johnny Martinez. Nice. Thank you for all your help. Dr. D, how much time do we have? Well, we are, uh, we're basically down to our last two minutes. Nice. You got a little gratitude. I do indeed. I do indeed. I'll share it with you. <laughs> well, I am very grateful to you as well as the rest of, uh, as I've mentioned before, my support team. And we all are support team for each other here, especially here on this program. Uh, but um, a big shout out of gratitude uh, to my wife. She's been going through an awful lot. And we uh, got a great uh, bit of news uh, just the other day. And uh, she... Uh, I, I want to say it's semi-official that she is re finally retired. Nice. Finally That's retired. Awesome. Yeah. That's nice. And so she's hey, going to be able to enjoy. Go ahead. Nice. Well, we we love you all, and thank you. And I'm ready to enjoy your retirement. Tom, you're... you're yeah, here. okay. Here's a quick gratitude. Thank you. Quick gratitude to my parents uh, who, are, who passed away, but they provided me with a wonderful way to make a living that I enjoy immensely. And that is through music and through teaching. Nice. 
Well, I want to give a little, little love to uh, Fiverr, my illustrator, KDP expert. She was brilliant, amazing. We had a little bit of a learning curve, but OMG, she really um, placed myself in a position of really getting the bug for children's books. And I really, really appreciate it. Don't really know where this is going to go, but I feel very grounded and I feel really excited and uh, looking forward to get the work out there to Santa Barbara Wellness. And of course, all monies, all proceeds, every penny is going to go to supporting our kids and our community. So anyways, anybody else have anything else? Dominique, and I, I little thing of love to you, okay? Because it wouldn't have happened without you. So, ah, and I'm so grateful to my cousin Tom for being with us today. Thank you so much. All right, Santa Barbara. Hey, let's keep a smile on our face. Enjoy the weather. Uh, we've had it. We've had most of the country has had some gnarly weather. So let's enjoy every single day this next week and uh, smile. God bless you all. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a pusher with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every 